What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. That's easy. What up, fatherhoods? Yo, man. Talk to, yeah. Tell us tell us about that uh, birthday party action. And it still don't it. stop. Yo, talk about confusing my son. So my daughter's birthday is early May. My son's birthday in early June. We try to do a birthday in the middle. And then me and my girl's birthday is is in late May. So like my daughter's birthday for her actual birthday, she you know we did like school shit where they sang happy birthday, you know we, we you know we that day we treated her like her, it was her birthday. Then they had the the dual birthday. So my son is just like he's thinking like birthdays is just every day now. Like he's like tomorrow my birthday. Yeah, today my birthday, tomorrow your birthday, mommy birthday day. <laughs> like he doesn't, I don't know that he's grasping, you know, it's like confusing to him. But uh, but yeah, we we threw a party for both of them. It was like a split theme. He had Star Wars, she had Disney princesses, we had a stormtrooper, we had Elsa come through. And it Yo, was dope, man. Me, huh? Do you have a uh, Disney stock, bro? Yeah, I do. Okay, good. Cause you yeah. you live yeah. in no, no, no. I, I learned, you know, when they tell you, like, invest in what you kind of fuck with. Yeah. I I'm, I mean, I don't have I'm not a big stock person in general, but I do have some Disney stock. Um, But, uh, you know, and then and it was an expensive party. I was kind of like my girl was kind of telling me more or less what it's starting to cost because we rented out a spot. It's like a that they do kind of like all the decorations they have, like almost like a jungle gym, like a, like, it's like a mini Chuck E. Cheese type of thing just for birthday parties. Upscale. Which, not upscale, but a dope spot. No, nah, it was in a strip mall. Um, <laughs> But, it, you know, and it, and, it, and it costs money, but then my girl's like, it's two parties, it's not just one, it's two, you know, so you got to keep that in mind, so it's going to double in that sense. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, my girl wanted to like enhance because we've done it there before and they give you just like hot dogs and pizza and whatever. So my girl wanted to enhance the food options for the adults and, you know, this and that. And so it got caught. It got costly. But then day of my girl, you know, the the place kind of dropped the ball on some on some things. And then my girl was getting stressed out about it. And then she was stressed and looking at me like, oh, you know, I, I know because how much this costs, you know. This, you know, she's just stressing out. And I was like, at that point, I was like, look, after the fact, as long as the kids have fun, that's like once I, I bitch and moan as leading up to it. But once it's like paid for and it's day of, like I'm done, you know, like no more bitching and moaning. The important thing is that the kids have fun. And hey, was the there, kids, go ahead. Was there, was there drinking 
for the adults at the party? Because, you know, some people are conflicted about if you it, allow adults to drink at a kid's party or not. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm good with it until something happens and then I take that privilege away from my friends, you know. So what we did is we just kept it. We didn't do hard liquor. We did a uh, beer and those uh, hard seltzers. Right. And some champagne. Um, and then we just it was lit like it don't, we only had so much. So once we ran out, it was done. It, the beers were going fast. But uh, but yeah, we did have it. And and uh, I had a good few beers myself <laughs> but uh but no it was good man it, it was dope and then you know the kids had a blast everything to me went pretty well um and i just told my girl with in terms of the people dropping the ball i was like just give them the feedback like give them the you know like hey this is this is what went wrong and hopefully you guys could fix it in the future or give us yeah. a discount if you want throw back which is not gonna happen but if you want <laughs> right like, you know and oh so one funny thing that did happen um is that my girl was like, because the place offers, uh, you guys have been to kid parties that usually they give like a little gift bag to all the kids that showed up. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. So this place offers, okay, you know, they'll do the gift bags for you at $15 a pop. We did that last time. And, you know, inside the bag is a bunch of dollar store items. Yeah. So you're paying $15 a pop for a bunch of dollar store items. My girl's like, nah, that's whack. And, and, you know, it's whack as a parent when you receive them and it's just a bunch of junk in there. Right. Candy or stupid toys that just end up thrown on the floor in the car and and the kids are like, ah, whatever. So my girl was like, let's get some at least one good toy for each kid that I think they would appreciate. And I think the parents would appreciate. So we got a uh, Star Wars Funko Pops yeah. uh, and, oh, and, and Disney Barbie princesses. Um, which no, but it was like within the like uh eleven to thirteen dollar range where we were gonna pay fifty dollars, fifteen dollars a pop oh, for, for the, the bag. Bags. Okay, okay. So my girl's like, okay, you know, usually you just put it on a table and you're technically supposed to give it to the kids as they leave. So I told my girl, I was like, Look, I know my peoples and I know people in general, like don't just like leave it on the table, ah, you know. Yeah. And it's and it had a sign to take one. Oh man, would you believe these adults start taking all the Funko Pops and then my friends that have older kids, you know, because we only accounted for all the little kids that were basically the school kids and, you know, kids in the in the age range of our kids. And these older teenagers start taking the Funko Pops. And before you know it, all the Funko Pops are gone and there's kids that didn't get any. And we're like, I had to go around and be the bad guy and tell my homies and like, yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, and they had to go like, Give it to a kid. And <laughs> that's well, I'm well, I'm telling off one friend. My other friend over there was listening. Like, uh, I, I didn't even wait. I just gave it to a kid. <laughs> and then my other friend had his older kids, and they all had like a table full of Funko Pops. And I'm like, "Yo, bro, come on, man!" You know. <laughs> so yeah, that that happened. And then, uh, and then the kids had a good time. Yeah, they had a good time. They got too many toys. You know, we went back. It was like Christmas, and that's that's my next frustration. Is like I'm trying to like liquidate everything in the house that we have already and i'm just trying to minimize I, I just want these kids to learn i don't want them to to live in a world full of like just stuff junked toys and everything's just there and they think that that's life and that's the way it's supposed to be i don't know man maybe i'm a little bit too crazy about it but that's not a battle you're gonna win bro i don't think i'm gonna win man so forget it <laughs> like, my thing is like if you want to if you want to junk out your rooms as kids cool 
but the whole crib is like a big ass fucking <laughs> toy store. I mean, we try in my house. We we try to create a we call it the game room, and it's a uh, it's our formal living room, and we took half of it and then we like tricked it out for like kids shit. So like tons of like kids storage and room for them to play on the floor and all that kind of stuff. And it worked for a while. And then as they got older, they just started migrating all over the crib. So, but it's still largely where the concentration of like the mess is for the kids. So my youngest, she, you know, in school, she's in first grade. So in school, they have a writing stuff about her day or her week or whatever. And it was about um, what, you know, what, I think it was like, what chore do you dislike the most or something? And she was like, picking up my toys and, she, and then she's like goes to goes on to say like oh there's so much mess and it's so annoying and she brings it home and we're like and yo what and and then we're like she's like yeah man i hate picking up my toys and we're like but you're the one throwing all the toys everywhere like what so don't throw them all over the place and she's like yeah but that's not fun <laughs> and then she keeps what, throwing them around is fun I guess, yeah. She likes making the mess, but she don't like picking it up. But like we we've I hate to use the word condition, but we've like made it a routine now for the kids where it's like, yo, you you make a mess. And if your your friends come over and they make a mess, that's your mess. And and so my kids are now to a point where they're like, yo, don't invite nobody over. Like anybody wants to come over, they're not coming to my house. My my main issue is not whether they make a mess and don't clean it up. Is just there's nowhere to put all the shit. Oh, you got too Th- much shit. That's the problem. And and you know Basement, that's huh? that's my issue. And, and this is the thing. Like no, you gotta start getting start getting rid of stuff. That's what I want to do. But then when I threaten it, it's like you know, oh no, we gotta we gotta pick and choose what it is. Because my thing is like, if you just start friend. to think about it, you're not gonna throw away shit. You're not gonna. You just gotta just get rid of shit. The way that we started framing it was in order to get anything new, you got to get rid of something old. Not, but see, that, that you're not using anymore. But E, you, you, you and your lady are not going to be consistent about that. We're not on the same page about it. Oh, I, that's that's, okay. the, that's, so the that's, a, that's the baseline issue. That's a, we're not on the same page. I mean, she wants to do it, but we're just it's like how she wants to do it, and and the way that I know how to do it. My way is this thing. I'm not coming outside like i'm not going out out saying that i am the most organized person right in the world but one thing that i did learn and i actually learned this uh i don't know my mom gave me like some i don't know some like self-help audio when i was like a teenager oh i was gonna say if it was a book you didn't read that shit stop no 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 it was it was a it was like a it was a tape it was like tape okay uh and i remember the only thing i got out of that tape was saying that like making your bed and 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 organizing things that your brain reflects your environment. Yeah. And if your shit's a mess, then your brain's a mess. And that shit really like resonated with me. I'm like, yo, this shit is that I, I could see that being true. And I would make my bed every morning. And this is from like teenage, like late teenage years. And I would start to put things away. And even if it was like the perfect organization, as long as the aesthetic of the room looks semi-organized, like it it helped a great deal in my mental clarity and i'm trying to like get that across like and so sometimes i when i would do big cleanouts i would just be like you know what i know i might regret some some things might get thrown away that probably later on i'm gonna regret 
but I'd rather regret three things thrown away and get rid of 90 things, you know, that are just cluttering my mind and cluttering this room and making this shit a mess. And so that's what I go with. So I just go over, fuck it. And I just get rid of shit. And that's yeah, where I'm right now. Way. Yeah. Right now we're, we're at a standstill. We're at a stalemate, <laughs> but keep adding, you know, like I, I like I put my foot down not a couple months back. I'm like, look, before these birthdays and before Christmas comes this year, we're getting rid of like, you know, I wanted to, I said at least 50%. Like I was, that was my, that was me um, trying to be fair with them or like, you know, like my compromise, like, 50% of the stuff here we got to get rid of. Man, none of that shit happened, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think you, I don't think you put your foot down hard enough. I think is what it is. No, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and, and take the heat when I just one day people come you, home and you might, yeah, you might, you might just have to go in and do that. And, and I think I'm going to have to do it. So because I think at the end of the day, what are we what are we teaching our kids? What if what if you because are you planning on throwing them things away or are you planning on trying to get bro them whatever gets them the fuck out the house? Like <laughs> so if I garbage. see that's the problem. If I start saying, well, I gotta give it away. Mm, where's the where's the Salvation Army truck? Oh, I can't find it. I can't get rid of it. You know, like no, fuck it. If you know, like that's just gonna go in the garbage can, man. <laughs> what I you know what I I discovered one time that I was giving shit to Salvation Army. I discovered that there's these uh scavenger people do you know about this no. they like sit there and wait for people when the salvation i used to go to the oh, truck when you because i didn't, you I didn't like it. dealing with them yeah so i would just drop it off and i remember one time i dropped it and i see a car just there like weird and right when i pull out like they fucking the lights turn on and the people run to the thing and they start looking through all this shit and they start grabbing it and i'm like what the fuck and then i <laughs> noticed that same exact car because, you know, that that salvation truck wasn't far from my crib and wasn't far from my office. I went to my office where I often throw shit away, too, in the dumpster there when it doesn't fit my crib. And I see that fucking same car going there and picking shit up. They so I'm like, that. all right. They follow so, you, bro. They're like, there's some good shit coming out I, of here. I don't know. But now I'm like, all right, cool. So what I do is I leave it. I leave things outside of the dumpster. And I'm like, this is for, you know, those people. The scavengers. <laughs> The Maybe they're the selling city. it and their livelihood is this. Maybe I'm contributing to them. <laughs> I mean, it is possible. I, I was just thinking like, I mean, it's more complicated for you because you got to find a place. But like if you made it, if you turn like getting rid of toys into like a community service in your household that you're giving. Yeah, it's because it's too small else. for that shit. They don't, they don't fucking fuck understand it. They just don't understand it, bro. Yeah. My, my son just not even three yet. My daughter just turned five. I don't get that. Uh, hey, we're gonna do community service. Yeah, what the fuck? Spell it. <laughs> I mean, you don't gotta say that, bro. You just be like, look, we're gonna we're gonna give these to, to the I s- okay, but again, first of all, where? What yeah. are we gonna do? Where are we gonna like see you're adding now fucking things yeah. to get rid of this shit, bro? Like now it's like, oh fuck, we gotta go find the place with other people. Like, remember before my kids, I used to do these community service things where I would go to either an orphanage or I would go. One Christmas, I went into like into a really bad neighborhood, poor neighborhood, and gave out presents, which I don't know if that was good or bad. Probably weird, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but, but you know, it was good intentions behind it. And uh, you know, I'm thinking I can't wait for my kids to be a little bit older to to do something, some kind of community service with them, so they can at least see the difference of you know how some people unfortunately are living, and understand when I'm trying to tell them like, yo, this is this is too much guys and you guys don't do anything 
there's you know there's people out there that could use all this stuff just tell them there's no more room just no more room in the house bro no more room bro, if y'all saw <laughs> my garage dog my i want to have a, if every time i open my garage door i have a nervous breakdown nah yo you got to kill that noise i've already <laughs> cleaned out my garage twice twice one of the times i had to get one of those fucking pods oh, that's damn. how my shit had really? to be moved so i can like clear out so i can organize i love getting rid of stuff man i love it i love it i mean i just don't have the time yeah i don't when i have the time like i'm gonna next week i'm gonna attempt to fuck with my garage because it just looked yo it looked like a junkyard man it's just wild it's not good wild it's back to what you said though it does meaningfully affect your productivity your mood all that stuff because that chaos that shit is no good I notice, even, I notice even if it, if like I have, if I can't eat, even if I can't see stuff sometimes, but I know like I got a ton of stuff that just smushed in a closet or something that even messes with me mentally too. I feel like the weight of it, like, eh. so I kind of just want a place for everything to have its own spot. And if it doesn't have a spot, then to get it out, you know? Yeah, man, but that's rough when family and, and different oh, people yeah. have yeah, different it's not. I've been talking about my closet, but fucking I had so much shit in my closet that the the hanger thing broke and made a hole in the wall. Oh, <laughs> shit. Like I had so much shit hanging because I have the smaller closet out of the two closets, you know, <laughs> as most men do. And so now that's fucking with me because in my head, I'm like, I got I to gotta now have those closet people come in and like redo my closet. So I can organize it. So it's just, yeah, man, it's a fucking mess. Have you guys switching gears? Have you guys ever attempted to f- do like a consistent fasting? Yeah, of course. Situation? We've talked about this fasting. Yeah, yeah, you do it consistently, right? You, you, I mean, for a long time. In in recent in recent times, no, I've maybe. I mean, I'll do like one or two days every couple of months, maybe nowadays. Um, and I love you it. Like, you talk about like a twenty-four hour type of fast. Yeah, but I've done I've done a thirty-day fast. What no solids for thirty days. No solids. Yeah, you're tripping. Dog. And I loved it. Did you really? You love all those. You ask me if I loved it. Like if I really loved it. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. It. Really? Yeah, I loved it, dude. I've 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 advocated for this. I mean, it's tough. I don't see that I could do it with kids. Yeah. And especially not no doing no drink champs. Obviously, I can't do it. Or was it just lemon water throughout the day or the first 20 was was uh that lemon that lemon fast the master uh-huh. cleanse. Okay. I did that for 20 days and then I did another one for 30 days and it was like juicing. Okay, got it. Um what were the no, results? Bro, I mean you you lose a ton of weight, but you you can't I always tell you don't do it with the intention of losing weight because you're losing water weight. And the minute you eat something with sodium, you 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 blow it back up. But I feel like it's it's recharging or like restarting your whole digestive system, your immune system. Man, the idea of like how your senses get enhanced is wild. Like you, my eyesight gets better. My sense of smell is ridiculous. You could smell shit from fucking two miles away. You know, you're the only thing that's the one thing that I really hate about it is you start to uh, secrete shit through your tongue. Like all like like I don't know if it's yeast or something, but. There's some a layer of, and this is when they say, at least in the master cleanse, that they say the fast is over once your tongue goes back to normal. Uh-huh. But you secrete like this, like white, oh, yellowish white layer, yeah, out of your, 
on your tongue. Like your tongue turns a different color and it has like this little crap in there. And then, and you're, you know, you're not eating. So you, your mouth is just wacky. And that's the only thing I don't like about fasting. But my mental clarity is fucking bananas. My energy after like three days, the first couple of days are rough if you've never fasted because you're going through um, withdrawal. Withdrawal, right? Yeah. Of all the food, chemicals, and all the things, you know, you you have nightmares about food. I would wake up in cold sweats because I had a dream that I ate. I, I like fucked up my fast and ate like a burger and fries and fucking drank alcohol. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Thank God. That was just a dream. I didn't really do. That. Oh, shit. Like I had to condition myself that if I ate something, if I ate or if I ate something crazy while fasting, I could die. That's what I'll tell myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm sure that something pretty bad can happen if all of a sudden you eat some crazy junk in the middle of like completely yeah. empty stomach and system, you know? So, yeah, I love it. I love it. You going? You doing one, Manny? I'm doing an intermittent. Oh, uh, the intermittent fast. Oh, yeah. I do yeah. that every day and it's, I'm still fat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the 16 hour joint? I don't. Okay. I don't eat till 6 p.m. every day. What time? Wait, the first Wait, you don't people? eat until six. Yeah, every day, and unless be- unless drink champs. That's my unless. And now weekends because the family. Isn't oh, it so better my- to eat earlier than later though? It probably is, but I'm a person. The reason why I do it that way is because a I never really liked breakfast to start with mm. because uh, I feel lethargic after breakfast. Okay. Unless it's like a weekend and I'm and I'm gonna be home and I'm be lethargic anyways. So, right. uh, because I do like actual breakfast food. But uh, I don't I don't eat breakfast. And then once I'm going, I'm like, why fuck that up? And I'm not really, you know, that hungry. So I'm not going to eat lunch. And then, yeah, I just wait yeah. till dinner. So you have one meal every day. Is that what you're saying? Most days. Most days. Now, if it's drink champs day, I'll eat before drink champs to put that layer of food before liquor. <laughs> and then I and then I get the drunk munchies at munch. Munchies? Yeah. I couldn't even... I felt like I was saying something else. I get the drunk munchies afterwards. So put it like this. For any... For three days of intermittent fasting or 40... It's one or two days of drink champs. You know, I eat for all those Fucks days it all I didn't up. eat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on day two. I've done it once before. I don't... I did it probably for like two weeks the first time. And I'm trying. I'm trying to do it for a full month. And see how how it ends up going for me because I'm on this mission to try to get these abs to actually show up one day. And oh so God. another tool. Yo, don't be mad, son. No, because you're those cornballs that do this like drastic thing that you're not gonna do forever. And you're like, oh, I got abs now. You take the picture probably, <laughs> but look at me. And then like two weeks later, you're like, no abs again. And no, but see, this is <laughs> it's it's a good point. But it's the reason why I'm doing this is because I found a way to make it sustainable. So if I can make something sustainable then I could do it for the long term. Abs, abs is a goal just to show them because I, I wanted to. Just shave it out. Shave it out with your um, belly hair. <laughs> just shave out the six pack. I, I got definitely it. got the belly hair for it. <laughs> but, but I, uh, I, I want to get to it. I don't know about ma- the maintenance of it because like body fat plays a big role in that shit. I'm not trying to be. Get lipo, son. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-uh. I, I I wish I had a kid's metabolism, man. Just, they oh, could just man. eat whatever the fuck they want, man. Just they don't give a fuck. How did so? How do you maintain? Well, wait, this is day two. You said, yeah. Do you oh, see so your you abs have, yet? 
<laughs> I actually see. I've, I've seen more definitions. <laughs> Yo, um, so you haven't done it on the weekend with the kids yet? No. Who who starts? Let's, let's go get some pizza on Tuesday, bro, <laughs> or Wednesday. Oh, me. I was just reading up on it again, and I was, you know, what? fuck it, let me do it. And I just flipped the switch. So, wait, how many meals are you having a day? I'm not One? necessarily counting meals, but it's like three to four. Oh, between, fuck kind of intermittent fasting is that? <laughs> so, so I'm doing it between 11 a.m. I'm eating between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Okay. I go. From that seems like you're eating normal to me, bro. <laughs> no, but so. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not changing. I'm changing the quality of the foods, but I'm not changing. I'm not. I'm not starving myself. If I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. But my cutoff is seven o'clock. So I got a budget between 11 and seven. Oh, 11 and seven. But okay. then are you. But then are you watching, like, are you saying, like, okay, I'm not eating any sugars, I'm not eating oh, any carbs, yeah. all that stuff? Yeah, 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 Sugars is out. So um, you get a piece of lettuce at 11 and then fucking get an almond nah, later on. I'll do, like, I'll do, an like. An almond a, or an omelet? Yeah, an almond. <laughs> I'll do, like, <laughs> like one almond. <laughs> He's, like, and he cuts it up with a knife. <laughs> no, I have, I have two eggs. And essentially a third worth of egg whites. I'll do mixed vegetables. You're the egg white guy. (laughs) Mix it in. I mix it in. And then I'll I'll have like, like today I had like leftover salmon and I kind of made like this omelet out of that. And then I had like half a piece of toast. And And so what do your kids, what do your kids think about this? I'm always hacking. I'm always hacking my diet. So to them, this is like, all right, it's just dad doing. They're like, here's another another one. (laughs) I'm on my DJ Khaled shit. Yo, uh, I will tell you this. This uh, my doctor forever was always like telling me, like, look, bro, like, you know, because I, you know, I lost my weight a couple years back before kids with CrossFit, and then kids, and then it all went to shit, right? So, but when I've gone to the doctor in recent years, he's just like, look, just do a low carb diet, and you'll be fine. But uh, in drinking, that doesn't work. You 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 no, crave all carbs. Carbs, but uh, there's this chick that goes to to the gym where I go because I still do CrossFit, you know, Fat Boy Fitness, and um, she was pretty hefty, man. Like she was pretty pretty big, and and for, like in two months she became like a toothpick, and really? I'm like, oh, she did some crazy shit. She had to have done some crazy shit. Like her fucking face was sucked in and everything. I was like, oh, what shit. the fuck? Yeah, she looked wild. I mean, I mean. What are those things? That, listen to this what are those things that people are taking? The the shot, the diabetes shots. That yeah. Taking you know, someone yesterday told me they're doing that. They're like, oh, I can't yeah. drink because I'm on the diabetes oh, shot. I'm like, Ozempic or some shit, like yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Is it Ozempic? Huh? Ozempic. 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 Anyway, so the the lady, you know, I wasn't gonna ask her like, yo, what, what you've been up to? <laughs> like, crack or what? No, <laughs> but you but you couldn't stop staring. You no, but, like, yeah, but but my other homie and, and a homegirl from the gym asked her. And she was like, no, nah, I just stopped cold turkey, uh, drinking alcohol and eating carbs. Wow. And yo, within like two months, she lost like all the fat that she had on her body. Okay. So I guess that shit is real. Like that's as simple as it gets, but it's as hard to do. Yeah. The alcohol is the killer because it's got so much sugar and stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's man. Oh, and, man. And the beer, especially that's heavy. It just makes oh, you feel man. heavy. Yeah, you feel fat as shit after you have uh-huh. a, a fucking beer. Yeah, a bunch of beers. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. 
Nothing to do with uh, <laughs> father. <laughs> I mean, it does because how we feel. <laughs> it does. Right, true. Hey, but not for nothing, K. That uh, that article you sent today was dope, man. I actually read it, Manny. No way. Um, I, I thought it was. I thought it. I thought it was. It was real good, man. Like just uh, the only part I didn't. I didn't uh, agree with was when he said that Two Life Crew couldn't rap. Two oh. Life Crew and Two Short couldn't rap. <laughs> right, I didn't right, agree right, with right. that. I'm like, they yeah. can rap, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. We should try to get him on here. I don't. I forget the dude's name, but I guess he's the Rodneyology is his like his uh social media at Rodneyology. What's his podcast on NPR? Louder than is it louder than a louder than a riot? Louder than a riot, right? Yeah, I I reposted it and tagged him. So okay, see if he communicates. Yeah, but but yeah, I felt I felt that a hundred percent. Like you know, and I've I've actually felt that way. The way he was talking in that article. Just in terms of like looking like being back conflict, at your conflict, conflict. Right. Well, to, there, to me, there's like two parts or a couple parts being conflicted as a father with hip hop and then him being nostalgic about why he loved hip hop so much because of his friendships and all of that. Like that, I, right. I totally what right. both things I relate yeah. to. So we're talking about an article on NPR called the title is he going to get these beats and rhymes. And it's uh, from Rodney Carmichael. I think it's a excerpt from his podcast, Louder Than a Riot. Sounds like it was. I I haven't read it yet, but uh, the title was dope. So yeah. what t- can you tell the audience? Like what what what's the summary? Well, there's a I felt like there's a couple different summaries because they're yeah. broken up into different acts. But, acts, but um, you know, one of one of the the acts is just the, the big question is. At what age do you start to expose your kids to lyrics, right? Or in, the, in, our, in our case, hip hop lyrics. Yeah. And it kind of goes back. What was funny when he was saying, like, you know, he had already listened to Two Live Crew and knew about sex, you know, before he the had a, <laughs> that conversation, you know. And so he's got, a, I think he said, a, a three year old son and who's. That was wild. Yeah. Three year old listening to Biggie. The Biggie. Like, yeah. And, like, and asking, kid. asking questions. And, uh, and it, look, it goes back to, I mean, when, especially early on in this podcast, when we had a lot of guests and we we're asking them, like, you know, do you let them hear your lyrics or do you censoring lyrics? Right. I think that was always a thing for us. It's just like, yeah, when do you kind of unleash some of that stuff? Um, and do you, you know, my, we definitely let my son hear things and we've tried to explain a lot of stuff to him through, through the years. And there's some things now where I can just leave the room and he's listening to it because I know he already understands like, all right, you, you get the context of it at this point. I mean, it covers, it covers a lot of topics like the yeah. machismo and hip hop, the, yep. the, I guess the degrading of women and, you know, like if, if you have like a daughter, how you might feel, you know, now about, about a lot of the music that you grew up on. That's why he kind of refers to like two life crew and too short. Right. Also, um, knowing that it was offensive, but there was something dope about it as well. So, right. Yeah. And I it's kind of it- like, it's kind of like while he's conflicted with all that, then he, he realizes how the reason why hip hop was so important. I mean, maybe this is not exactly how he tied it in, but, that he remembers the nostalgia of like his friends and how much they were into like the lyrics and how it, it bonded them, you know, like his, his friendships. And he always remembered how special of a time that was for him. And so that, then he's 
trying to like and, and how we lose those times as you get as you get yeah, older yeah, right yeah. yeah and he was saying like his kid his little kid his son says you're my best friend and how that's not like necessarily positive people say that for parents you shouldn't be friends with your kids but he's like well better to be friends and then you know there's worse things that could be and maybe yeah. that's how they can bond through like the music i don't know there's a lot of topics and but it's all very relatable to fatherhood and what we're talking about all the time and e for real like you actually read this shit does it sound like i read it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no, it was well done. I mean, I, I want to listen to the episode, but I, I enjoyed the read. I read it taking a shit, so. <laughs> applause, <laughs> applause to EFA. Nice. My morning shit was reading that article. Right. Nice. <laughs> that, that's that's epic to me. That's awful. Um, I, I'll tell you one thing. And did I, sh- I don't know if I shared this. I don't think I did, because I think this happened last weekend. Um, so we're, we're on a road trip for my son's basketball tournament. By the way, his team went 4-0. Won the chip. Congratulations. Nice. It was it was dope. Uh, and it was like some like really competitive games too. Like we were like at the edge of our seats, like going crazy. Um, but <clears throat> commuting, so we were up in Albany. So commuting from gym to gym, um, you know, we were putting music. And I decided, yo, let me put I was asking the, my kids, I was like, yo, have y'all heard Nas? Because my kids are very they gravitate toward older hip hop. They like mm-hmm. the new stuff to some degree. My son is a J. Cole fanatic. Dope, dope. But he likes Biggie. He likes Tupac. Like he he goes back and he's 10, right? So I, and I just ask, I'm like, yo, have y'all heard of Nas? And none of all of them was like, nah. It's wild. And I, yeah, that's what I thought. Cause if you're cause they're using Spotify. So Spotify is linking things that are relatable and all that, but they hadn't come across. So I go, I put live at the barbecue. But main source, mm. and I'm Good like, choice. yo, listen to this. And I had to play, I, I was like, yo, do y'all not hear what's going on right now? Especially when he's like, you that's know, that's when he says, uh, I went to hell for snuffing, yeah, snuffing yeah. Jesus, yeah, especially when that part came, like, didn't hear it. And I, I rewound it, started again. It took me three times for it to actually, like. And then I had to like break it down, like, yo, listen to what he says here, how he ties that to this. He went to hell for snuffing Jesus. They probably got annoyed at you for stopping the song. (laughs) Yeah. But finally, after that third time, like it clicked. And my son was like, oh, that's dark. I was like, okay, fine. If that's the reaction you got. (laughs) (laughs) But now he's like, hook, yo, he did not stop playing that song the entire weekend, bro. And look, I, I'm I'm all about my kids like exploring music and finding their own you know paths, but I was like, at least you have to understand who he is and his significance to the to the culture of hip hop. Right. I think my son caught on. My daughter was like, "Oh, that's cool." My youngest was like, "Whatever, put the fucking hmm. pop shit on." Um, but he, you know, he discovered Nas, and now it's you know another little element to his his discography that he listens to. That's dope. We 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 just had I, t- I don't know if I told you because we had a large professor on Dream Channel, a five hour episode. Yeah. Is that did it release yet? No, no. And we talk a lot about obviously about Nas is a big part of that conversation. Can't um, wait. I'm watching that whole thing in five hours <laughs> separated across five days. I mean, it's all over the place at some points. But uh <laughs> and I, oh, I did, did I mention I did mention it last episode, yeah, you didn't did. I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That M1 left and he he had right. to go pick up his kids, and I was like, some yeah. fatherhood shit. Right. Um, side side bar also. Uh, 
the Tupac series on FX. I saw oh. episode one. It's fucking dope, man. Really? It's called Dear Mama. And it 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 does a deep dive into like, you know, early life of Tupac, his going, you know, the history of his family, and just like everything that created the person that we know as Tupac. And um the first episode is like an hour and a half long. <laughs> and it's really, really dope. And they have like a lot of old footage of him as a teenager, as a kid. And uh, it goes like it ends. It's imagine it's an hour and a half, and and it ends. That first episode ends with him starting to get into digital underground. That's how mm. far back they wow. go. Before that, caught him in Maryland acting and, and everything. And yeah, that. I mean the mom joined the Panthers. Like they go, they they interview all the old Panthers that were around in in in, in the Harlem in Harlem with her, right. and when she was a Panther, and like they talk about the mom and and then people that hung out with him in in over there in the bay area like it's 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 really well made and it's really dope and uh i didn't even know i don't know if you guys knew this that his name was a, a inca chief oh i never knew that i had no idea like i hit up boris because my homie beats in the hood mm. he's he's peruvian you know coming home peru i was like did you know this he's like he said he kind of heard about it yeah and he's like I yeah said- man he, he he knows who the person is too tupac uh amaru amaru yeah yeah um, is is a, is an Inca chief that died fighting the Spaniards, and then another Tupac took his name on to you know to like memorialize him in oh, Peru. Geez. So, and the mom supposedly gave him that name because she wanted him to understand that that black people in America weren't the only oppressed people in the world; that there was other people that were also oppressed. And it's pretty pretty good, man. So I don't it's, know, it's F- a good watch. It's on FX, you said, right? FX, F- not Netflix. FX. FX. Oh, yeah. I thought it was on Netflix. No, 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 no. no. Oh, FX, FX. And it's, I think episode two is out already. It's coming out, I think, weekly. But mm-hmm. I do, if you're a hip hop head and if you're a fan of Tupac, for sure, you know, you should check it out. Love it. All righty. All right. Big sell of pepperoni. Talk to y'all later. All right, that bag. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be your father to your child.